Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. How's it going? It's going great. My friend Carolyn is here today. She is here, and you have to introduce her because you have a ton of stuff to talk about. Well, even I just, know, even I know. just we in the so introduction, we do, <laughs> we do, we do. It's so, so. What's so funny about this is that Carolyn and I met for the second time <laughs> at one of her rituals in Boston that she ran a full full moon circle, I think it was. Yes. And what was so funny is that I saw the promotion for it and I went, oh, Carolyn, I love Carolyn. I've got to go to that. And then I got there and she didn't recognize me and I shook her hand and I'm like, oh, I'm Kelly Sparta. And she's like, oh, Kelly, Sparta, I love you. <laughs> And, and we're like, I know, I love you too. And neither one of us recognized the other. <laughs> it's amazing. But there was the inner love. Yes. Been there forever. The recognition. And we're just like, yes, we love you. And, and for 10 years, we have yeah. been friends now. Yes. And we have not been able to figure out where we met. <laughs> Until. Until I was discussing with Carolyn, I said, do you rem did you see the crimes of the Grindelwald? And she's like, yeah, I did. I said, were you at Pagan Pride Day 2001? And she was like, yes. And I'm like, yes. Oh, maybe that's where we met. <laughs> <laughs> we finally figured it out. Pagan Pride Day happened the 10th of October 2001. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, less than a month after 
Yeah. And there were 200 people there all gathered in a circle and somebody in the center handed over the information. And I think I've told this story on the podcast as Joey's nodding his head. And I and several other people had spaced ourselves out around the circle going, not on my watch. You are not mm-hmm. sending that shit out on my watch with, you know, cause somebody was like getting all weird around, you know, sending out hatred and content when using the circle to amplify it. And so we're sitting there grounding the energy and Crimes of the Grindelwald has that freaking scene in it that looks just like that moment. Mm -hmm. And so I was asking her if she had been there and she was like, yeah, (laughs) yes, they remembered how we know each other. And that just happened like a week or two ago. It was really funny. Yeah. Very recently we made this discovery, which, you know, again, for 10 years, we were like, where when oh, it doesn't matter it's the love that's what matters <laughs> now we're like aha ah. but it makes it actually to me anyway even more poignant because it was about pride and love yep and that's part of what cemented all the good feels yeah yeah many, anyway. many good feels so carolyn is amazing in her own right she is the founder of the in the lap of the goddess community which she originated in boston and ran for god how many years It started when I was at Unicorn in 2004, and it was active in Boston until 2013. Wow. And I still do things, not at the scale that I did, but I would love to again, when I come to town, which is usually twice a year in the spring and in the autumn. Yeah. And she's out in Oakland, California now. So if you're out in the California area and wishing that you could see me, well, go see Carolyn instead because, you know... (laughs) I'm happy to have you get on a plane to see me, but you don't have to get on a plane to see her. And she's an astrologer. She's an Alexander Technique person. Mm-hmm. She's a yoga instructor. She's, what else? Tarot. Tarot that's right. Aroma, aromatherapy, herbalism, general magics, healing yep. arts. Um, I do a lot of custom work for people on that in that way. The tarot and astrology is a lot of my entryway to a lot of things, but a lot of personal transformational work, body, mind, it's all, it's all connected. Cool. Yeah. Um, But it's a, it's a very personalized practice, Reiki, all kinds of energy work, shamanic techniques and breath work. So a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We do a lot of very similar things. It's kind of, I think too, where we have approaches that are a little different, but I think a lot of the things we do is are, are related rather. Yeah. yeah they're aligned. Yeah. 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 Very much aligned. Uh, the really cool thing is the sense that you have the ability to sort of meet her in person if you're out on the West Coast there. Yeah. One of the things that happens in certain communities is that there's not always a an elder in the community. And Carolyn's an elder, guys. So if you're looking for somebody who knows their shit, talk to her. In addition, we're having Carolyn do some amazing stuff for the Patreon site. Carolyn's going to be doing, in fact, you're coming out with something very soon that will be out actually before this podcast will be, uh, which is uh, right up on what's coming up with the moon, right? Yes. Very big full moon coming up this week. In fact, depending on where you are in the world, Monday night, Tuesday morning, full moon plus an eclipse. So there's a lot of energy going on there, plus all the retrogrades we're having, which will be the topic of this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's this podcast. We actually just had a solar eclipse too, last week. Yes. 
Yeah. Right. And these things always run tandem. You're going to usually get a solar and a lunar eclipse coming in the same lunation or very close to one another. And that has a lot to do with looking at shadow work, both the conscious and the subconscious, because you're talking again about the sun and the moon. And again, this gets to more depth psychology aspects of astrology. But it's, that's one of the things that astrology is really good for, is really looking at the various levels of person personhood, <laughs> the mentally, emotional, energetic, the spiritual, and it can really get into a lot of what manifests on the physical, which is a lot of, you know, the things that we experience. Like this morning, uh, we had a really murky retrograde, <laughs> hysterically almost uh, stereotypical morning. So that's actually what we were planning to talk about in this episode is yes. all of these retrogrades, all of the things that are happening for the listeners, for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, for everybody out there, let's sort of set a foundation thing when we talk about retrograde. What is that? So essentially, when we're talking about a planet in retrograde, there's the idea that it's a retrograde generally means something is moving backwards. Well, most of us have enough science to understand that planets don't move backwards. It's an illusion. Mm -hmm. So the common analogy people use is when you're in a train and you're passing another train that's moving slower, it looks like that train is moving backwards, but that's not really what's happening. Mm -hmm. It's the same sort of thing that has to do with the speed of all of the planets rotating around the sun. And essentially, there are periods of time every year, we'll use Mercury as an example. I think most people are, have heard of the expression of it's a Mercury retrograde, everyone has a panic. <laughs> it's the most common one because it happens the most frequently, mm -hmm. usually three times a year for a period of, usually 18 to 28 days, roughly. Yeah. And generally what happens is that whatever the planet that's in retrograde has rulership over, or we think of it being associated with, and for Mercury, again, it has to do with things around timing. Okay. It has to do with things around communication as well as travel. So very typically when someone says, I'm having a horrible Mercury retrograde, what they're talking about is, like this morning, our technology wasn't functioning <laughs> and there were issues with timing. I'm like, yep, no matter how well you may plan, you may not have planned well enough. That's one of the ways it can manifest for mm -hmm. people, for Mercury. Um, but for the other planets, and we're going to really get in, deep dive into this, whatever the area of life that that planet generally is associated with is where you may find things that are not necessarily functioning in a straight line or as expected, mm -hmm. not predictable. The other thing about it, though, and the bonus, and what I like to think of it as the benefit of a retrograde period, is it's full time for review because it forces us, if we're really being conscious, to slow down. Okay. It took me a while to really understand this, and I think for most people, because it feels counter to what we want. Well, life is not necessarily about what we want, and I think what part of uh, mature adulthood is when we recognize... <laughs> Oh, wait, I'm not getting what I want. I'm not going to have a temper tantrum because life is full of that. Right. What I'm going to do is pause. I'm going to assess. And these are the things I really try to tell people when I want to help someone about a retrograde period of any planet. What is this showing me? What is, where is the opportunity here? The opportunity in any retrograde is to look at, A, what is the area of life where things are kind of feeling like they're not running as we expect or hope what does that mean personally? But what is it showing me? 
that's the conscious piece. And then the harder part, but very importantly for most people, and this gets to what's in your personal chart. And that is something that, you know, an astrologer like myself would take a look at. We'd say, what area of life is being affected? In this case, again, if we're talking about Mercury, I would look at where the transit is hitting your specific chart. And that means what planets are being affected based on your natal chart, your birth chart, as well as your progressed chart, which is a whole nother area of uh, very important interest and complexity on a certain, to a certain degree. And how is that operating in the here and now, in this moment? And for every single person, it's going to be slightly different because every single person's birth is different yeah. and how the planets are aligned is different, if that makes sense to you. Yeah, but yeah. there are things that, that also apply across everyone, right? Exactly. Like, so, for example, the communication thing with Mercury, the technology thing for everybody. Yeah. But yeah. then it looks at what area of life is that really hit, hitting hard? And yeah. where is that hooking, if you will? Where is that hook? So the other thing I was going to say, and I think is really very relevant to a retrograde period, is when you're thinking about the review period that this invites because it really does it's an invitation to pause look at what's happening assess and when i mean assess is not just what is happening but how am i with what's happening and then to ask the really other important question which has to do with the more lunar aspect the shadow work of it is what is trying to be revealed what really is coming up here to be seen and healed through it's always that opportunity in a retrograde to review, assess, consolidate, really, I think, and then assimilate. Because then when this period of retrograde is over, we go back into forward motion. And literally through the chart, what you'll see is what retrograde does is it goes backwards. If you think of the astrology like a wheel, right? Let's just take it to this. If you've ever seen your astrology chart, it's round. Mm -hmm. and It looks like a clock. The retrograde motion is as if the hands on that clock, the second hand is going backwards. At the end of the retrograde, that's going to go forwards again. You're going to retread, recover that ground. But you're going to get to recover that ground with the new information if you've used this period well. And so that's where then we can really shift our gears, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And we can almost have a do-over. Yeah. So now we're we're in a time right now. We we actually are entitling this episode uh, "The Sky Is Falling: The Planets in Retrograde" because because we're in a time right now. And, and the reason we ended up with this episode is I was on the phone calling you and saying, "Hey, what what episode could we do?" Because you and I have like fifteen different things sketched out, and you were like, "Well, the planets are retrograde right now," and I'm like, "Well, that's not on the list, but let's do that," you know. <laughs> so you know, you're like, "Oh, the planets are retrograde." I'm like, "Oh, what the hell does that mean?" The sky is falling chicken little uh-huh. <laughs> because it and and the reason we think about this is so again looking at the various areas of life that the ancients we used to really think the planets had such a huge influence right and particularly our planets are named for the greco-roman god you know really the roman gods and there's a reason so mercury again if you think about it this way it's, it really helps to simplify mercury was the god of communication speed travel all that has to do with how Mercury functions in our lives and in our charts. But right now also Jupiter or Zeus mm-hmm. is retrograde. Things about luck, things about fortune, things about spirituality, things about our belief systems are really being challenged right now. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. Mm-hmm. Take that with also Saturn is retrograde. 
And Saturn is retrograding. Um, both. I, this is important to say, too, and I'm sorry I didn't do this earlier. So Jupiter is retrograding through both Sagittarius and then into Scorpio, which Sag is its home planet. So for me, it's like, <laughs> uh, that can be tough. Because what it's doing is at, when it's at home in, that, in those areas, it's really shaking up people's beliefs. So a lot of what, everything you know is wrong <laughs> can be happening for people. That, that's going to be amplified by the Uranus and Taurus thing. That's Exactly. Happening. And we're going to talk about that too. Exactly. And so it's for many people where your foundation may have felt solid, which is Taurus is usually super solid. It's like everything is being sh- shaken up as well as the places where we might find that this is inspiring or instead maybe terrifying. <laughs> Everything you know is wrong. Nothing is, you know, the fear. Everything you know is wrong. Nothing is stable. Nothing is reliable. And our inner sense of freedom can feel very, very restricted. I want to sort of bring it back to just slightly back to a base. Now, when people hear about retrograde, typically their initial response is, oh, no, the sky is falling, right? What we've already said. But what I'm hearing from what you're saying is that we need to sort of change our perspective here. That retrograde is not about, yes, things are in turmoil, but what that Mm -hmm. gives us an opportunity to do, if we take that opportunity, is to acknowledge and understand these, this sort of turmoil as a way to move forward. What changes we need to make or what things don't necessarily need to change, but we we need to acknowledge we might not have had as firm a grasp on as we needed to. Precisely. And, and thank you for bringing that back around because in every area that I'm talking about is a tremendous opportunity for healing and growth. Yeah. Exactly. So regardless of where it's happening in your personal chart, if we can shift our perspective and not see it as a detriment, but right. see it as a remarkable opportunity, then yes. And again, this is part of understanding, being able to sit still enough to get the understanding and why we're calling it the sky is falling is because there's five major planets, almost all of the outer planets, and soon they will all be retrograde. That's scary for us. As adults, we don't like not having control of our lives or emotions, and that's where we are. <laughs> yes, that is where we are. And then depending on your perspective, we also have to understand that many things, most things in life, control is an illusion. Yes. <laughs> and it's also... It is also something that, yeah, we'd like to have. We'd love to have. Mm-hmm. We'd like to believe we have. Well, and this is why I, I tell people all the time, when Mercury is retrograde, do your personal work. Right. Exactly. I love to have people sign up for my, my year-long program during a Mercury retrograde because they get a boost when they come in because Mercury in retrograde is a great time to do that inner work. Right. It's it's that moment of going, okay, what now? Right. What is it? This is what's whacking me in the face. Let me look at it. Right. And when they get the information about how to get over those resistances and what to expect from the process of change, then it makes the whole process less. And Kelly, very specifically in this one, because Mercury is retrograding both through Leo, which is so much about ourself, both how we see ourselves, where our light is shining or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then back into cancer, which is so much about home and security and relationships. This one is so big for people. This one is can be really groundbreaking, though. Again, if we use it for the positive, if yeah. we use it for an opportunity, this is a marvelous time to do our personal work, to go very, very deep into looking at 
what makes me comfortable, uncomfortable? How do I feel that I'm putting myself into the world? How do I feel people are receiving me or not receiving me? And what do I wish to cultivate in terms of my relationships? A lot of people during this period also get into little spats, both with themselves and with the people who are really close to them and where we consider home, whether that is our literal home or our community. Yeah, It's bringing up a lot of material, I like to say, right? <laughs> Grist for the mill. Yes. Yeah. You mentioned that Jupiter is in retrograde. Yes. And, and Saturn is in retrograde. <laughs> yes. So also Neptune is retrograde right now. And this one is for many people very subtle, but also very challenging. It looks at our illusions. It looks at our attachments. We say about Mercury, still waters run deep. It's the deepest, deepest water. Yeah. So it can also be about our romanticism. If you think about water being about the emotional life, our intuition, our psychic self. So it's a time where people sometimes get very, very deep intuitive hits and they may or may not trust them or they may or may not see signs that are trying to really knock hard on their personal door. So there is a lot of uh, almost deconstruction of our our whole belief system going on right now with all of these retrogrades happening at the same time. It's really probably bringing people into, I don't want to necessarily want to say soul searching, but it's, it's, it's that sort of crisis of faith, if you will, in terms of, of where you are and what you've always felt was solid. Now you might be questioning that with all of this. And I was going to say, and then the kicker, of course, is that the last planet in retrograde is Pluto. And that is a long retrograde. In fact, Pluto, I wrote it down, Pluto will be retrograde through October the 3rd. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It's been, but it's been retrograde since April. Wow. wow. So these are much longer. The outer planets have longer cycles of retrograde. Yeah. And that, and that in that? particular, because it's Pluto mm-hmm. and it is also in Capricorn. So Capricorn is usually such solid ground and about moving forward and are looking at our careers and authority and our long-term plans. This is like, not to be harsh, but it's screw your long-term plans. Ha ha ha. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. I'm the God of death and change. Pluto. Yeah. Transformation, but also rebirth. Yeah. So again, to your point, the planet of transformation, change, rebirth, the planet has everything to do with what we're doing on a soul level yeah. in this life, where we really want to put ourselves. And it's like, I'm upending your apple cart. Don't even bother chasing those apples. Don't, don't, don't even. <laughs> Just go pick some new honestly, ones. <laughs> uh, some of them aren't meant for you. And that's the bonus here is that you get to see what's not meant for you. And that's sometimes I think it's very heartbreaking because we build up an idea about who we are and what we want to do. So that's also being pounded down really hard by the, the Jupiter-Saturn thing. It's the big push-me-pull-you of life. You know, Jupiter is about expansion and growth and spirituality. And if you think about it relating to Sagittarius, it's where we take aim with the bow. If you think about Sagittarius as the archer. Yep. So what we're aiming for right now, it's like, sorry, you need to put that bow down. Don't even <laughs> pull that arrow because you're going to probably shoot yourself in the foot. Don't do that right now. <laughs> bad time. Well, okay, bad time. That That's a great segue into this next question, which would be, does it make sense for us to make decisions with regards to this turmoil when we're in the midst of this? Or do we need to go into that? I think you might have called it the review period. Um, yes. Is that the time when we actually 
take what we've learned to cement how we move forward? Or is do we make these decisions now while we're in the midst of it? So great question. And again, I'm going to say this so comes down to where this is happening for each person. There's a general idea, especially during a Mercury retrograde, the general idea is you don't sign contracts, you don't make certain types of decisions, you just do not do it. Yeah. Actually, for me and for a number of astrologers I know, we have sort of shifted our belief on that. We believe that it's not the time to start that, but if you've already been in the process, it can be a marvelous time to really look at it in depth. Yeah. And then come to some conclusions with clear thinking (laughs) and really thorough research. So to the specifics of your question, again, looking at the fact that there's, if you think about this like juggling, there's five balls in the air, right? (laughs) How good are you going to be at doing that? Yeah. I generally tend to think at a time when there's so much retrograde, it's a marvelous time to do the review, to sit with it. It is a time to really have patience, which can be very hard. But if you look at this, there's planets retrograding through Capricorn and Taurus, Earth signs, which can be about slowing down, grounding, centering, Mm -hmm. and then moving forward once we've had that time. Now, there are certain types of decisions you can't be like, oh, I'm sorry, the planets aren't going direct until, you know, November, (laughs) December for some of them. You don't have that luxury. So you have to do the best that you can. And this really does become about looking ahead in a way that allows you to really think if you're a kind of person who's a long range planner, this can be really tough. Again, like I was saying with Saturn retrograde, it's your long range plans that can be tough, but I would say to you, it's like anything you do the best you can in the now communicate as much as you can with everyone who's involved Mm -hmm. and have clarity with yourself. I think above everything, that's the place where sometimes we get tripped up. Where have I taken the blindfold off? You know, this this upcoming full moon with the eclipse is I think of all eclipses as a moment to take down a blindfold. A shadow comes over. We get to see a shadow that sometimes is invisible to us. Yeah. We get to see it. Retrogrades are similar. We get to see the things that we need to go back and review. How do we want to go forward? How do we want to do it better? Yeah. Make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This would be a good time to mention that. We're going to actually do a little piece of bonus content on this episode. Mm -hmm. And unlike most bonus content, we're actually going to make it available to everybody. And what we're going to do is Carolyn's actually going to do my chart for me and talk about how the current retrogrades are impacting that chart. We're going to do that as a piece of bonus content after this. It'll be available only on the Patreon site. It will not come out through your feed here. You'll have to actually go to the Patreon site, which there's a link in the show notes for how to get to the Patreon site, as well as you can just go to patreon.com and, and look me up, um, look up Spirit Sherpa. We're going we're gonna to sit down and, and demo that for you so that you can get a feel for how that works Yeah, very cool. uh, as far as how it goes in your, your own chart. Very yeah. cool. And I think that's probably a good transition point. Carolyn, this has been super cool and really, for me, very informative because, you know, it's timely. Mm-hmm. It is very timely. We're in it. You're soaking in it, Madge. Yeah, you're soaking. <laughs> we are dating ourselves. Yes, we're steeping and stewing in it right now. And then, so this mm-hmm. has definitely been an interesting, uh, interesting. Thank you so much. This has been great. 
My pleasure. Thank you. And and I feel like we've barely scratched the surface. This is a really rich subject. Yeah, it, it is. Um, and we've touched on it and we haven't gone as deep as, as we could. And so I would invite you, Kelly, and anyone who's listening, if you want to look more deeply at it, uh, we're going to put some info about how to reach me. Yeah. And I'm very happy. I'd love to. This is actually one of my favorite things to do because I love hearing how people are being impacted by it and helping them to find solutions. Yeah. Or at least to be able to look at their life and look at what's going on through a different lens and a lens that helps to be more reassuring mm-hmm. and moving forward. Because that's the thing that can happen. Most people tend to get really kind of sucked into the, the downward spiral, if you think of that, is yeah. part of what can happen in retrograde. It is a spiral because it's all circles, right? It's all cycles. Yeah. And then how we come back out of it really matters. Yeah. So one of the things that, that Carolyn can do for you, if you are interested, is she can offer you a reading, much like we're going to do for me. And Carolyn, how can they reach you? You can uh, contact me via... Carolyn, and that is spelled C-A-R-O-L-Y-N at, sorry, this is long, in the lap of the goddess. And if it works, Kelly, if it works for you, I can always post a link to this podcast at the In the Lap of the Goddess site on uh, Facebook. That'd be awesome. I'd be very happy to. We'll do a little cross-connecting. cross-connecting. We love that. We love that, which is good time to say, if you're loving the podcast, (laughs) subscribe and rate (laughs) and share. Yeah. Yeah, Subscribe, rate and share. Definitely let people know out there what you're hearing. This is a fantastic episode, certainly to share because it's going to be very relevant to people. We hear so much about retrogrades, but I don't know that a lot of people have gone into this depth. And like you said, this, this depth being scratching the surface, but yeah. certainly more aware than people were before, which is exactly what Spirit Sherpa is intended to do, to get people sort of uh, peaked and tweaked a little bit to wanting to learn more. You have a Facebook page. But I do have a Facebook page. Yeah. I have the In the Lap of the Goddess Facebook page and group. And that's a great place where people can reach it, reach you. Absolutely. Well. And that email, if you wanted to make an appointment or contact me quickly, if you contact me at that email um, and you send me your best email and phone number, we can set up an appointment to talk. Absolutely. Awesome. And that I love. So please, please do. Please feel free. (laughs) And also, folks, if you have any questions that have come from this, obviously, you know how to get in touch with with Carolyn, but also you can reach out to Kelly, Kelly, K-E-L-L-E at kellysparta.com. And you can send her questions and things here. I'm sure that people are going to well, have some feedback about this episode. It was it was really interesting, very cool, and very much a a starter into into <laughs> yeah. this this sphere. As Kelly mentioned, though, we are going to be recording some bonus content, which will be available on the Patreon site, which is always in the show notes, where you can get the link right to Kelly's Patreon site, and you'll be able to hear the bonus content, which will be Kelly's reading, which is going to mm-hmm. be super cool, and as it relates to all of these retrogrades and things going on as well. Do either of you have anything you want to add sort of as a final word? I would actually say, honestly, that the wisdom of any retrograde is not only this too shall pass, but I shall overcome. (laughs) And that can be hard when you're literally when you're stewing in something or something can feel just absolutely mysterious as to how to move forward with it. And that it's like the larger cycles of our lives. We'll get a chance, you know, for better or worse, depending on your view, you'll get a chance to review it. You'll get a chance to have somewhat of a opportunity for a do-over, so to speak. Kelly, did you have anything you wanted to add there? 
No, I think that that covered it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that there's much more to say other than that. All right, folks, that is all that we have time for this week. But be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta and Carolyn, and you have been listening to Spirit Chirpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. It was a pleasure, Kelly. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now, so I leave behind a little fear. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Trippa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since... You seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.